Welcome to another episode of the Chill by Net podcast. This podcast is created for those who are passionate about their personal development, health, and well-being. This is a platform for you to come chill by my personal stories and weekly tips in becoming a better version of ourselves and to live a better present. But first, let's chill. My name is Jeanette. Welcome back. So in today's episode, we will continue our conversation around the journey of unbecoming. This is a continuation of the previous episode where I talk about my reflection upon a quote I've read. So I would recommend you to check the previous episode out first if you haven't. So at some point in our lives, we often find ourselves asking, what are we meant to be? You know, what kind of life do we want? But then the biggest question is, how? Like, how do we know what do we want? What do we want to achieve in life? So the purpose of this episode is to help the lost souls out there to really find and look into what they really want And for that, I've come up with three different steps to help some of us out there to figure out what do we want in life and, you know, finally, how do we then pursue it? Now, before we start, we have to know that we can never really know for sure what we want in life. And the steps that I will be introducing will probably just help bring us closer to finding out what is it that we really want. It will give us clues and also the courage to pursue it. So this framework that I'm about to introduce consists of three steps and you may find yourself using this framework like I do again and again in different stages of our life because I just feel that our life is just a constant journey of rediscovering what we want and so you know it's not a one-time-off process and you may find yourself repeating these steps throughout your life cycle. So number one, we can look out for signs So signs are everywhere and we just have to look hard for them. For instance, do you ever find yourself walking to the office every day and finding it a challenge to sit at your desk for 8 hours or feeling restricted and you know constantly thinking about how you should behave from greeting your co-workers and you know portraying a persona in order to feel that you belong to a certain group? Now, if you're new to a job, I think that's normal. But if you find yourself caught in this situation, even after years being in a company and can't seem to get over it, then I think that these are low-key signs that you probably do not belong to the group and you're just trying really hard to fit in. And I think that it's important to find out the sources of these unhealthy signs that you have picked up. And while some may argue that it is about stepping out of your comfort zone, And it is an essential part of life that all of us have to go through because in order to achieve what we want, we sometimes have to put ourselves through uncomfortable situations and do what we do not want to do. So speaking of which, I think it's important to distinguish between stepping out of a comfort zone to achieve what we want eventually, comparing that and, you know, becoming someone who we are not to achieve what we do not want. So yes, Sometimes feeling uneasy can be due to us stepping out of our comfort zone to progress into who we want to become. I agree with that. But sometimes it really isn't serving anything significant to who we want to become. And this is where we should take note of it. So in fact, going through an uneasy zone might be a sign telling us that we are conforming to becoming who we are not and who we do not want to be. And this is at a point that we should question if we should move forward with the process 
or you know have a courage to call it a stop because we realize that it is not serving us in the right direction so hence we need to you know take a step back so ask yourself honestly which one is it if it's the latter then you do owe it to yourself to want to do something about it or at least be aware of it and another way to look out for signs is also look into our emotions ask ourselves is this who you want to become in a few years time does the idea of a corporate managing director make you feel excited you know do you ever want to be in that position or whatever position that you are climbing towards if the answer is not really or you are doubtful about it then chances are what you are putting yourself through at this moment isn't really serving you it really isn't serving what you want to become and also you know another way to look at things is does all of what you are doing at this moment or rather does all of what you are doing all these years resonate with who you are so if the answer is no don't doubt it i think it just doesn't and if something doesn't feel right or if you can't see yourself doing this for the rest of your life then it probably doesn't resonate with you and it's probably not worth putting yourself in the uncomfortable zone and our emotions are sometimes very powerful indicators it can tell us a lot of things and we should look for things that excite us to help us find our purpose and then again it can definitely be hard because in the process we might find ourselves questioning you know if something doesn't resonate with me now how do i know that it wouldn't resonate with me in the future maybe i just need to give it more time this is not invalid and sometimes it may be the case but at least you need to start questioning and give yourself a timeline if this is the issue that you're struggling with but one advice is live in the present and there's really no point in thinking about what we can achieve in a few years time if we are unhappy with the present even after a year or two the answers to our questions are unlikely to change much unless you know we suddenly develop a passion along the way which more often than not it doesn't usually happen that way but whatever it is we just have to keep looking out for signs through our emotions and you know just keep questioning ourselves to find those answers answers to what is it that you really want will eventually come if we continue this process of looking hard and you know questioning ourselves so that's point number 1 you know to look out for signs and question ourselves so assume that we have finally got to the point where okay we have an answer as to what is it that we really want and we put in the hard work and we thought about it long enough what's next so once we get our answers step number 2 is be courageous enough to pursue it now it's not easy to finally have your answers and clues as to what we really want to achieve in life and the last thing you want is after all that questioning and thinking process to finally start seeing things clearer you just stay put at where you are despite knowing that you are in a situation where things are not serving you then you know you will forever be stuck and being stuck with an awareness is often a lot more miserable than being stuck without knowing that you are stuck Okay? So most people fail to face it because facing it will create a ton of cognitive dissonance which we have to deal with. So people would rather change their beliefs to suit what they are already doing as that is more often the easy way out. And that's also the dangerous part, right? So for instance, I may dread doing a corporate 9 to 5 job 
And I know that this isn't going to change for the next few years, but I will tell myself that I believe it's important to me. This job is important and, you know, having a 9-to-5 job is what everybody goes through. So I'm no exception. Yeah, we could go ahead and tell ourselves that to reduce the cognitive dissonance because it's easier that way rather than having the courage to start aligning our actions to our desires and our beliefs. So do not make excuses for yourself. You know, a lot of reasons we give to ourselves are just there to make us feel better for not being able to align our actions to what we actually desire due to the lack of courage. And fear is usually what keeps people from pursuing what they want. So fear can come in all forms, embarrassment, failure, you know, not having what it takes. So I would encourage you to take some time to note down everything that you fear and look deep into the root cause of it. What is it that is causing all this fear? You know, who taught you to fear in this way? Was it someone who said that you were not competent enough to do what you want to do? So whatever the root cause, don't let these negative statements bring you down because they really often do. And start realizing what you're actually capable of and go out there to prove it. You know, prove it to yourself. So sometimes courage is all we need so that we can unlearn all these internal beliefs which are more often than not far from the truth and they do not define us in any way. And lastly, step number three is to communicate. Now this step is often very important although some people just like to go through it alone but I would think that communication is key and is very important. So what do I mean by communication and how do we communicate? So assuming that we have passed the hurdle of figuring out what is it that we really want and we have the courage to pursue it and face it, now we naturally will drive ourselves to think, how do we then get others on board? How do I get my parents, my partner or my loved ones around me to accept it? Now the question here is, do we necessarily need everyone's acceptance? Well, if you ask me, I don't think so. But if people matter to us, I think it's good to communicate and be open to hear their feedback because sometimes we don't have all our answers. However, it does not mean that we necessarily need the acceptance at the end of the day to move forward. So communication does not equal to seeking the acceptance or the affirmation. So I understand that, you know, most of us have financial commitments. You know, we live to support our family and sometimes we just got to do what we don't want for a longer period of time. But for the rest of us who actually have the freedom to choose how we want to live and spend our time, we may not need to think that much about others' acceptance because their lives do not depend on us, right? Now, I think it's important to know that communication is key regardless whether or not people's lives depend on you. And don't think that people will not support you if you have not tried planning out the communication to them. So most times, people who care about you will support your decisions because they know that you have given proper thought. And if you're able to communicate clearly to them in a way that you seek their understanding. So for people who try to bring you down or if they don't support your decision for no valid reasons, they don't give constructive feedback and all, you know, I think you can actually learn to ignore and make peace with that and move on. Again, I can't emphasize enough the importance of communication in this whole process of unbecoming or rather becoming, at least for me, because we are all social creatures and at the end of the day, we can make decisions alone. But I've come to realize over the years that if someone's support is important to you, then communicate to get their support. 
don't assume that people will be against it just because it's an unconventional path or it's a path that it's risky. You know, don't expect people to see things from your point of view without proper communication. So communicating hard things and making people to get your point sometimes is also that part of growth. And for the sake of your own happiness and well-being, I think that is a hassle worth going through. And although it's important to communicate, sometimes things do not turn out the way we want, right? The worst case scenario is we may fail to gain understanding from people around us, but that is normal and it doesn't necessarily stop us from moving forward. It's part of your growth to do the right thing and go ahead despite not having everyone's support. So we need to know that at some point, we are responsible for our own lives and people's opinion may matter, but it should not dictate the overall direction of our lives. And then another point about communication is that it also helps us to make things real and it sometimes helps reinforces our commitment to ourselves. So I'm relieved to say that at this point in life, I've made a promise to myself that I will work towards focusing on unbecoming everything that has been unwittingly handed over to me in the past few years and start living with clear intent every day. So the journey of unbecoming is really for those who are motivated to find their sense of purpose in life. And I do encourage all of us to start thinking about this big question of who are we and what are we actually capable of? And that is often very highly related to our own innate values and desires. Because only then we find our true purpose and motivation and we have the drive to actually fulfill our capabilities and truly shine. So just to recap the three steps that I've just talked about. So number one, look out for signs because sometimes thinking hard alone does not give us the answer, but looking hard into our emotions will. And it will allow us to find some clues as to what is it that we really want. And then number two, have the courage to face it and take action. Lastly, we also talked about how in the process, we should also find our support of strength by communicating it because the journey is a tough one and it definitely doesn't help if we do not have a healthy support system. And even after we try and you know go through all these steps, it's okay if we do not have answers and it's unlikely that we have immediate answers. I don't have my answers right now as well. But then I would just like to say that maybe the whole journey of life is also about finding this answer of who we are meant to be. And what I really mean is it can take as long as a whole lifetime to find this answer. So there's really no need to rush into it. And rather, we should just enjoy every moment of it. And most importantly, we approach life with the mindset of finding ourselves in the process and make the most out of it. Thanks for chilling in. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also connect with me on Instagram at chillbynet or my website chillbynet.com to join the conversation and assess our show notes. Have a great day and we'll chill again very soon.